All right, Joe. What did we fucking talk about Taz, today? Taz, Taz, what haven't we talked about today? Yeah, there was a bit on today. There was kind of the week. Healthcare service. Not always cunts, sometimes cunts. Spoke a lot of footy. Spoke a lot of footy, actually. Why wouldn't we? Our, our, our Maroons have wrapped up another series. The All Blacks are looking strong. West Tigers still suck. <laughs> um, everything's the way it should be. <laughs> everything's the fucking way it should be. Oh, well, let's get into, into it. Into it. Up it, around <laughs> it, and through it. Through <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we but got it, it now. sounds good. It's confidence. Look Even at that. If you say something wrong Fuck yeah. with confidence, yeah. no one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. The story of my life. They're still listening. <laughs> All right, here we are. We've dude, 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 talk to me. We haven't been up for a little talk while. Talk to me. No, we haven't. It's been hectic. You've been busy? I've been fucking busy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so busy, hey? I don't know where to start. <laughs> and then I booked in the weekend to have all my mates come down. Just just on the week, you come over for a bit and we sung some piss. <laughs> it's all we fucking did because of the fucking rain. Oh. Fuck. <clears throat> I should have known better than to book, book something in on show weekend. Hey, we what had, a flog. We had this conversation. I'm like, dude, <clears throat> Innisfail show is like the worst weather ever in North Queensland. And it stuck to that. its word. <laughs> it stuck to its fucking word, man. And it like the shit part was it wasn't even just consistent rain. It'd actually stop in between and the, the sun had come yeah. out for a bit. You'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Do, you'd start it's, something. It's broken. It's broken. It's stopped. <laughs> we're, over the, we're over the hump. And then it'd just, you'd kick off again. <laughs> what about so we were supposed DJ set up an outdoor setup? He did. That lasted about <laughs> six minutes and we had to go running for shelter. <laughs> Shout out to my mate, Zach. I don't think he's doing well, real well today. He got, he got pretty rough. I he got pretty yesterday. sick. He was pretty damn sick, man. He was not having a good time, eh? He, he always he always gets excited and he always wants to do the Zambuka and it's the white Zambuka. I fucking hate Zambuka, but of all the things you can tip down your neck, yep. it's the worst. He tried he tried to rope me in and I was like, nah. I yeah. Said, I said, mate, I've cured myself when I was a teenager. We, we used to make it by the leader. Oh, did ya? Yeah. Homebrew, was it any, yeah. any better? It was fucking shit. <laughs> Yes, it was. Oh, we used to yes, go, it was. At least you can light the stuff you buy. You can't light that stuff you make. Oh, so it was real nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd, um, we used to go into a, a place in town called Oliveri's. Yeah. And for for like six months there, they were like, I don't know why all these young fellas are buying an acetic essence for. Because everyone was going home <laughs> and ruined it, were they? Were they? That's, that's 750 mil of acetic essence makes about, I think, four litres of Zambuca. Does it? <laughs> How much were they selling the essence for? Oh, fuck all, 20 for- bucks or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh. I like that kind of markup. <laughs> no, it's just been shit, man. We've, we've thought about other. We were supposed to go on the boat. We're supposed to do that. And it was just that shit. It wasn't even worth going and sitting in the river in a boat this weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? The way those squalls were coming through. Unless you're pulling a crab pot, I wouldn't want to be in that water. Nah, no way. <laughs> it just wasn't worth it. We and drove- have to be crabs in the pots. Oh, 100%. <laughs> We drove into town Saturday morning to get brekkie and we had a look at the waterfront there and there was like a, I reckon, a, a solid like quarter of a metre swell coming up the river. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just choppy the whole way down yeah. the river and you don't see that real often. No. You really don't. <laughs> and I was like, far out. And then the one spot we did see was sit and have a fish. We, um, we missed the one barrow that hit us. 
We weren't paying attention. We were drunk. We were completely drunk. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> I was going to say our reflexes weren't fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Shit, no. Someone went, what was that noise? The rest of us went, I don't know. I didn't oh, hear right. anything. <laughs> what was that rod bending? <laughs> and that noise was called drag. <laughs> <laughs> and... And not the see, not the kind you see at a gay bar either. Um, <laughs> so I'm getting close to drag them boys by the Well, look, it weekend. was. We were bored. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the circle jerk between mates? <laughs> now, oh, oh, well, I'd just say it's good on you for getting a crew together because you know how hard it is to get a crew of blokes I know. And we, normally we'd shoot away up north. Like that's the same group of guys that came on my Bucks party and we all make the effort to try and catch up. But we'll catch up individually or, mm. or, you know, just in smaller groups. But getting four, you know how hard it is to get four, five, six, seven blokes together these days. There oh, was then, three other boys that were supposed to be there and they just couldn't make it. The one that pisses me off, then one follower might have a bit of an argument with another follower and now that cancels two blokes out. You can't go on that trip. <laughs> yeah, look, we, I've been very lucky that I've had, I've had the same circle of mates for a very, very long time now since, since my teens. Mm. And we've all kind of made the effort. Bo, real good mate of mine, lives in the US. He's back at the moment because his old man's a bit crook. Um, so whenever he's back, we all make the effort to clear our schedule and because he only comes back every once, once every couple of years. Yeah. You know, family of five. Mm. Cost him 12 grand to get here this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one way. <laughs> yeah, it, I think that was actually. <laughs> yeah. True story. I think that was. Yeah. It's exorbitantly expensive. Yeah, I was looking at going over Canada at the end of the year. Mm. Why not be? <laughs> no, I know. It, and it's just... Like, I mean, yeah, okay, the flights are there and if you can afford it, you can afford it. But it's just you got to weigh up how much a holiday is really worth, you know, because airfares are through the roof at the mm. moment. Some aren't too bad. Airfares back to New Zealand are right at the moment. Yeah, I know. I'm up going in a couple of weeks. Yeah, go ski over there. I am. Yeah, I We've, would. The kids don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't yeah, told them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen to his fucking dad at any yeah, time of the exactly day. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so leave him behind. He yeah. can stay here. Take you and the missus. We'll look yeah. after the kids. Little bastard can snowboard. He can fucking snowboard. Can, can he surf? Day. Can he surf? Have you taken no, him out? He's, he's not real fond of surfing for True. some reason. But okay. Snowboarding champion. Yeah. Picked it up real quick. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I took him up there a couple of times up to Japan and the second time we went up, on the first day, I said, mate, just stick with me and we'll go steady. And I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Look after you, show you where to go. Second day, boom, whoosh, couldn't catch him. Gone. 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 Oh, they, they fucking fall off. Fall over, they don't hurt. I know, they don't hurt. That's exactly right. <laughs> Nothing breaks. And fucking roll a little bit, tumble a little yeah. bit, get back up. New Zealand's not really well known for its powder. <laughs> oh, really? It's more. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's. There's a place called Coronet Peak. We yeah, call it yeah, I've heard of it. Concrete Peak. Is it, it rock solid? Is oh, it? You get down near the where you get on, and it's just everyone just flies down that hill. All you hear is, just yeah, like, right. Just hard ice, like yeah. the side of your freezer, that sort of shit. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I've worked out that over my lifetime that there's certain sports because I've always been pretty good at sports, and I can pick most of them up. The ones that I can't pick up, I refer to as white people sports, like <laughs> snowboarding. So I tried it, tried it once, no good at it. Shit house. Wakeboarding, that's another one. Yeah, that's nearly the same. I spent nearly two days, a whole mm. weekend, trying to figure that, that shit out. Yep. Didn't figure it out. And you know me, I'm not bad on boats. It's not like <laughs> the ocean escapes me or the water escapes me. I understand it very well. Yeah. Couldn't, just couldn't, just couldn't. <laughs> so I figure it's a white people's sport. Yep. They're real good at it. <laughs> I see this one dude doesn't even need the board. He does it on his bare ass and his feet. <laughs> But then, then he coughs up a lot of water when he goes home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every fart's a squirt. Well, that's what they say. You, they have to wear those suits. 
because the water goes clean up your fucking dirt and it can give you an enema. Well, I was talking to a doctor and he reckons that one of the most common injuries from jet skis is copping a jet of water up the date mm. because the part person Fall on the, the back, back fills <laughs> off the back. And when you hit the water on the back, you're kind of at that perfect perpendicular angle. Yeah. Between your asshole and the um and, and the, the output, yeah, yeah, the jet, yeah, <laughs> neck minute enema, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. So that's yet another. Actually, I saw today. Did you know? So I think I want to say Can Emerseedu or something have now released a jet ski that's more like a go kart where you actually sit inside. It looks like it. a buggy. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a little buggy. They got like two jet skis, yeah. one each side. Yeah, yeah, it's epic. I was like, whoa, it's got suspension hello. and all that. I think they're $350,000. What? Yeah. No, that's they're not. Yeah. I, no, the, I watched it on YouTube the different. other day. You, you can't. It looks like a buggy. There's a buggy outside there. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, two well, jet yeah, skis. No, well, jet yeah, ski it does inside. actually. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty. Yeah, two hundred fifty or three hundred fifty thousand, and that was American. Oh, well, I might be getting one of them. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much fucking ends that, doesn't it? <laughs> Short lived. Not, not even worth fucking. <laughs> yeah, not even worth fucking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, um, fact of the week. Got one for you. Here, have a drink. We need another drink. I haven't stopped drinking. I'm just <laughs> going to keep going. <laughs> you ever heard the term? Like we, we don't mind spending some moolah, spending the big bucks. You know where the term comes from? Bucks spending bucks. Oh, we spoke about that on the weekend, remember? Who? I was there with you. Oh, you were there. You were there. You heard it. So I'm going to yep. share it with the fucking viewers at home. You know this one then. Yeah, spending the bucks is back when they used to trade in, in deer skins. Yeah, buck skins. Buck skins. So you owe, you owe me a buck. You owe me a buck. Well, fuck me dead. I never knew that. Did you know it before <laughs> yeah. he said that? You I've, already knew that I've one. I've heard of it, Fucking yeah. know all cunt. Ching, ching, motherfucker. I need a drink. But the one I didn't know, and I made out that I did, was shit. Hmm. Um, you want to explain that one? Yeah, so um, the word shit originated back when they used to have manure ships that used to cart fertiliser around. Like this is back in the old days when they were sailing across the oceans and that sort of stuff. And they used to have, the, I think they used to have to store the shit up out of the bilge. They couldn't just leave it down in the bilge because otherwise it would mix with the salt water in the bottom of the bilge, create too much methane. And then if some other fucker lit a candle. with a candle. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, <laughs> which is what they did back in those days. Kaboom. Boom. So to stop the methane, you know, getting too excessive, they have to store them up high. And they used to put on the boards where, where you'd shit, sit it all on, all the planks that you'd sit it on, S-H-I-T, store high in transit. Yep. And that's where the word shit come from. So Store high in transit. Everyone's mind's hey, just blown way. out there. Yeah. I reckon there's probably a couple of like, I knew that. Oh, I, I'm sure there is plenty yeah. of like, oh, I didn't fucking know it's up yeah. your ass. Um, and <laughs> fuck, fuck was the other one. Did I tell you about that one? Fuckatani. <laughs> Fuckatani. <laughs> Shout out to Benji. Um, yeah, fuck is fornicate under the command of the king. So if adulterers were got ch- caught cheating on their spouses, their husband or their wives, they were made to have sex with the person they cheated on in front of the king as like embarrassment and punishment. And it was, yeah, if you see Kate, fornicate so under that, the command of the king. That was the first form of pornos. Well, it was, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> no, thanks. Pass. <laughs> in front of the king? Yeah, we were talking all sorts of useless shit over the weekend. <laughs> ah, goodness, it's always good fun to catch up with your mates and just dribble crap. Yeah, because that's all it was. I know, that's all it could be. Big do. dribble session. That's all we could do. We literally could not go anywhere else. <laughs> Went and tried out some of our uh, fine dining establishments. <laughs> Domino's. <laughs> yeah, Domino's. No, we went to Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Shout out to Roscoe's. Roscoe's yeah. pizza's all right. Oh, yeah, if you go through there, you might see my young following there. 
Flip, flipping a few pizzas around. Flipping some pizzas. Is he twirling pizzas above his head? <laughs> oh, fucking. He's old. Be, When's he on next? Don't know. He does. They don't don't really have a roster. They just give him a call when, when Do they, they need him. Yeah. Oh, I reckon we should go in and sit there next time he's on, eh? <laughs> just watch him. You reckon? I reckon we have to. Prop ourselves up at the bar, <laughs> the bar. and just give him a fucking hard time. Look through the window. Yeah, yeah, Keep yeah. working, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, young fella, I need some more pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the other side, though. He's in the pizza side. Oh, making the pizzas, yeah. is he? Oh, we just have to stand at the window like widows then. Well, I probably won't go there the nights he's making them. Nah. <laughs> oh, we won't go there to order it. We'll just go to shit stirring. Yeah, shit Store high in transit. <laughs> what about you and a mankini on the back of my ute and we'll just drive through slowly? <laughs> through the just drive-thru. drive through the drive through real slowly with you like a pony on the back of the ute. <laughs> Asha. Asha. <laughs> have a good shift. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked my kids up from school in, in, in wetsuit and mask and snorkel Just to embarrass the little fuckers It was also pissing down with rain So it was probably the next logical thing to wear oh, All the parents were like, fuck, we should yeah, wear yeah, that Yeah, 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 yeah If there wasn't so many cars I was gonna, There was dead set about a foot and a half of water in the gutter If there wasn't so many cars I was going <laughs> to swim up. up the gutter <laughs> But all these parents had parked right on top of the curb To try and avoid swimming to get their children What What's your thoughts on school pickup? Is there just like some retards sometimes? When you go to pick your kids up and there's We're lucky our parks. kids go to a super small school. Mm. So the, the, the afternoon pickup is inconsequential. Like you just, you, you just get there like literally three minutes after the bell goes and half the car park's already empty. Yeah. So you just pull up and get it. <laughs> but you've seen me at boat ramps. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was at a bigger school where it was a – I can't imagine it'd be much different. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Gundy School is a bit of a show. Because is it's it? got <clears> – <throat> Everyone who who goes there and does it often knows what to do. But if you just tell someone to go pick your kid up from school, that person will go around that corner like, "What the fuck is going it's on?" It's a here? shit show and it doesn't Cars make sense. On the side of the road, but that's they're the next person to get a park. But so everyone just drives around them and then just gets a park. Oh, and I get what you all mean. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah, people yeah. fucking getting glared and at and all yeah, this yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a fucking show. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, are they honestly pulling up across the road to derig their fucking boats? Like, I mean. <laughs> Is it that bad? <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> oh, we, we spoke about that old lady in the croc thing. You know, every, we bring up the update. I think it's up at 140,000 Is it now? Something like 130,000 And views. a fair bit of abuse along with it. <laughs> People fighting in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's why my missus won't let me do social media because I'll just throw those comments out there just to watch the fucking world implode. A lot of the time you just open things to see the comments. yeah. Like you can see how shit much of a shit stir it's going to be, and you're like, oh, I've got to read this. Well, there was one fella got on there and, and fucking gave it to him. He said, "You're just a flog. You should have fucking went up and told her what. Well, like, I mean, you should have warned her." And you're not a flog. You have flog moments, <laughs> but you're not a flog. There's a difference, okay? He went to town on me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, so I went to re- respond because he he said, "Um, instead of warn, warm, like oh, warm." Yeah. And then I said, "And there's your opening." And then straight up, I wrote. So I wrote back to him and said, oh, sorry, mate. Oh, she looked pretty cool, so I didn't want, really want to warm her anymore. <laughs> and dickhead. But I pressed um, enter whatever and this fella is like, he can't, you can't reply to him. Oh, did he block you? you no, no, you can't. He doesn't like people replying to when he's on. Oh, so there's no replies to him. He's just got this like some on his fucking phone somehow if. He can write whatever he wants in the comments, and if someone goes to reply, it's like he doesn't take comments from people. I believe that's called a troll. Oh fuck, that's not a and troll. And he's pretty good at it, it's obviously. A soft cock. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
fucking just built that. And, but yeah, then mate, I see if, you're, a if you're behind a keyboard, you obviously don't want to stand up in front of someone and squabble, do you? Yeah, then I see a couple of friends of mine are friends with them. I'm like, oh, actually, ask this cunt in. We could flog go him up. Go find him. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> We're going to warm him up. Drop him. We'll drop him, at the him. End, drop him at the end of the boat ramp. <laughs> 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 oh, it's crazy how people lose their shit about that sort of yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, everyone's a hero. Everyone's, yeah. You should have done this. You should have done that. Can't, I was 500 metres away from that ramp. Yeah, that's what exactly am I going right. to do when well, fucking Betty well, you know walked down I mean? the ramp? And effectively, we did do something. I yeah. started backing a trailer down <laughs> towards her and she moved. So and I yelled out, get off the ramp, you in that instance, In that instance, I feel like we saved her life. Good yeah. job, Tony. And I had my motor running my boat. You didn't? So Grumbling? Scared so that would have scared it around? Trucks going beep, beep, beep. That yeah. would have scared... Crocodiles hate that noise. It's what like a... crocodiles most hated noise. <laughs> beep, that's why crocodiles never get reversed over. Have you ever heard yeah. of a crocodile getting no reversed over? No one's ever reversed over. No one has ever fucking reversed over a crocodile. You know what? Because that's their most feared sound. Yeah, it's beep. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> They're fucking out of there. So what little what what he doesn't know is yeah. we actually saved the fucking day. Yeah. <sighs> so go fuck yourself. Someone five six seven two <laughs> hashtag Clyde five six seven two <laughs> tough guy. Tough guy. <laughs> T U F F. Hey, um Marone's got up. Yeah. Marone's got up. Your mate Billy did it now. Oh, sorry, they didn't get up, but they won the series. Here's the conspiracy theory that's now being thrown around. The weird part is it's actually being thrown around by a lot of New South Wales pundits <laughs> because they went from being so good in game two to pretty fucking ordinary in game three. So now there's a lot of people south of the border saying Billy got them to throw the game so that they'd keep pretty fitler and they'd keep fucking James Tedesco and it'd just make it easier for him to beat him next year. I'm like, whoa, that's bigger than 9-11, that one is. <laughs> Who landed on the moon? <laughs> Even Osama couldn't plan this one. <laughs> what do you reckon? I think it's the biggest load of shit I've oh, ever heard. Oh, fuck but me. Like every Queenslander to a T wants to flog them cunts every time. Oh, every time, every single field. time, every single time. <laughs> I think it's very hard for a team so young to steal themselves so tough, like hard mentally to come out and play the way they needed to play to win, to get a clean sweep. Because mm. that would have been, to get a clean sweep, would have, it was always going to be the hardest game they were going to have to, win, have to win. Not the first two, it was going to be that last one. I just felt in the last game it didn't feel like there was any, no one was steering them. Yeah, the they missed that. I'll like tell you the what, they, steering wheel fucking fell they off. missed that Reese Walsh, eh? Mm. So much of what they do, mm, just, and Kalen Ponga too, because Ponga yeah. does very much the same yeah. thing. But having that that five eight roll that's one step wider of the ruck and fast, mm. it, it, AJ Brimson just didn't. No, he didn't bring that. I just noticed the the winger. I can't remember his name. Queenslander, Cowboys winger, I guess. Tuolungi. He got fucking stood up a fair bit. And he got burnt off. He did a little bit, and he, he's, he's, and he hadn't the other two games. No, he. Had, he he hasn't got winger speed. Like No, he hasn't. Toto's not fast. And he no. just fucking burnt him off. And there was enough room to get him, mm. to tackle him. Any I, winger should have got that, tackled him before the line. There. I reckon they should have put Cobo at fullback. Mm. That big giant, buddy, Aboriginal fella. Yeah. They should have put him down there, I reckon. They should have just put Hammer everywhere. Well, he was the <laughs> other option. They were talking about putting him back there and bringing McGagai in. I feel like that probably would have been, mm. wouldn't have even been a silly choice. Brimson it, just didn't bring what the other two bring, and that's not to say he's a bad player. He's not. He's, fun. Yeah. he's a good player. He's a state of origin player. He's it just comes down like I don't. You don't as people as um, sp- spokespersons on the field sort of thing. Mm. 
a fullback is your most yappiest player on yeah, the field. Right. Yeah, that's right. And if they're not yapping, and, yeah. and you know, Hammer mightn't be a fucking yapper. yapper no, that's exactly right. And you look at the way Billy communicates, the way that, that young Reese Walsh communicates, Caelan Ponga, mm. James Tedesco, Dylan Edwards from the Penrith Panthers, all those top-rate fullbacks, that's, they, they hold the team together. They mm. control all the defence. They're mm. the ones barking at everyone, telling them where to go on defence yeah. and that sort of stuff. Billy was brilliant at it apparently throughout his career, mm. barking at the forwards and telling them where they need to be. Yeah. But there's always next year. No. I've had a great week. Or um, Maroons won and then the fucking um, All Blacks won too. We've kind of scared everybody because we played <laughs> Argentina last week and flogged them. Then we played South Africa this week and we flogged them too. And Argentina was probably the second best. Yeah, well, Argentina. Well, Argentina beat um, the Wallabies day before yesterday. Mm. So they're not bad at all. They're not bad at all. But all of a sudden, the All Blacks are kind of looking favourites for the World Cup because the World Cup's only eight weeks away. Besides, oh mate, they're five eight halfback. Wherever, can you name a Queensland, uh, a an Australian Wallaby player? Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I, I actually can though. But I follow rugby. A What's fair his bit. name? That uh, not Quade Cooper. Quade Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. So. Without him in the team, I don't. And you wouldn't know anyone. But I was like, "Is he still playing? Yeah, He'd he, have to be forty or nah, what?" Nah, they dragged him back from Japan. He went over and played a couple of seasons in Japan. He didn't do too bad. He didn't set the world on fire, but he didn't do too bad. Mm. But they're just hard up for that. They've got a young kid named Nola Lola Sia, who's a, a bit of a Polynesian kid, but he's from the Brumbies, and he's gotten five eight. He's played twenty odd games for the Wallabies now as a five eight. Yep. But he's injured. Yep. So had to get Quaid back. And then they got this other young fella from the Melbourne Rebels who it was on debut and he played pretty good for a bloke on debut. Yep. Big, big bloody mullet headed looking. Thing. He's a five eight, but he'd have to be about six foot three. Yeah. Runs like a giraffe. He's the most awkward looking thing you've ever seen. But fuck, I tell you what, he can make a tackle. Brett Mullins, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is actually. Yeah, a thick set Brett Mullins. Do you know what I mean? Um, but he can fucking tackle. Yep. And in Union, you get those oh. big, big forwards coming around they're the edge big. of the ruck, and they're big boys. Those can't say. You know what I mean? And, and he just pumps them. Like yeah. he, they don't go through him. They yeah. don't go through him. So, no, the Wallabies aren't – well, they weren't actually looking that bad, but they've just been towed up t- two weeks in a row, once by the South Africa last week and um, Argentina this week. Yeah. So – and they also just arsehole their coach about two months ago. Mm. They got rid of Dave Rennie and brought Eddie Jones back from overseas. <coughs> yeah, Eddie Jones was, was coaching Japan, wasn't he? He coaching England. Was he, but he was coaching Japan. He did coach Japan yeah. for a while as well. He coached South Africa for a bit too, I think. Mm. He's a bit of a slut. <laughs> hey, look here, yeah, slut. And they brought him back, and Dave Rennie was doing good things. Like he was starting to put a good team together and looking for a bit of consistency, and then they just fucking assholed him. And I feel like the, the, the Wallabies and the Blues have a lot in common. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think when a they team, just don't get it. They don't get it. They just don't. <laughs> and when a team consistently loses so much too, I think it it probably has a bit of a psych, psyche kind of mm. equation to it. Do you know what I mean? Like you like look the, at like the tigers. Oh fuck, <laughs> mate! Like <laughs> that was a low blow. Bro. That was a fucking low blow, mate. Um, much like the Tigers. I mean, we can't even win the fucking chook raffle, let alone at our own footy club at the moment. Like, it's just getting... Can't, we, can't oh. win a meat train and you bought all the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we bought every ticket in the meat train and still lost. Like, literally. <laughs> Whole team rocked up, bought all the tickets, and it was the old bloke playing the pokies that won the lot. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> it's just getting out of hand. Like I don't understand it. They, and this is hard to say, but they should be relegated. <laughs> we should have a relegation yeah. system. Three three tiers. A system. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drop them back to New South Wales Cup because, yeah. mate, I reckon there's probably 50% of the New South Wales Cup teams that could probably play better than they could yeah. at the moment. It would be, be funny to see. Like, oh, play it would against... be, be interesting yeah. to see them, you know what I mean? Because they are genuinely that bad at the mm. moment. I, I don't think there would be many New South Wales Cups that would probably lose to them. <laughs> That's for sure. And we've just unearthed this young, I don't know if he's part Fijian, this fullback kid, and he's he's an absolute gun. Like he's a gun. he'll be gone by next season. Yeah, you watch, get snuggled up. He's nineteen years old, and I think he's sitting about fourth for best performing fullbacks in the league at the moment. That's how yep. good he is. He's brilliant, but he'll be gone. Mm. I mean, fuck our back three could have potentially been Josh Adokar, James Tedesco, and Ryan Pappenhausen. Mm. They were all Tigers juniors, but we didn't keep one of them. So, and Marika Corabetti, he's another one as well. He's playing for the Wallabies now. It's probably so good so you didn't have Pap. He's fucking more injured than fucking. Well, look, he's, I, don't, I don't think that dude's going to come back, eh? I reckon he's done. They, they were showing he was running the other day, like a training and sprinting. So. Yeah, really? Did but, you see the x-ray from that when he shattered his kneecap? Was it kneecap? He's his done knee his hammy or something too, didn't he? Oh, he'd done his hammy a couple of weeks or months before, but then it was his kneecap and he shattered it. Mm. Completely fucking shattered it. There's about six or seven pieces of it. Didn't he fly over to America? Yeah, he went to the States to get yeah. all this fancy treatment and all that sort of stuff. Same place that Latrell Mitchell went to fix his hammies and all that sort of thing. A few of the NRL players go there. So, same place where um, <laughs> Turbo went and got oh. his hammy fixed and then his pet goes. <laughs> Mate, of all, like, you, you see how those players sometimes, they don't hear, they, and they just struggle with injury. <laughs> Whether their body's not cut out for it or or, or something, but they just I just, I just thought they fuck, fall if apart. something's gonna go wrong with him, be his legs again, and then he he pulls his peck, peck. <laughs> like from oh from God. hammies to pecs to shoulders, like the dude's just uh, made a glass a little bit. He must be fucking just right, like highly strung. Well, maybe he is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. He's right He's right on just, his limit. Just too on the limit. What he can be. Maybe needs just needs to back it off a little bit. Mm. And I think a lot of those players are. Look, look, we've spoken about it before. I don't know how they get through an NRL season. No. You know, imagine, imagine. I played locally. I don't know how a fuck I got through yeah. those seasons. And then you think that the best player you ever saw playing club footy up here in North Queensland was probably just good enough to be an NRL player. Mm. Imagine the rest. Yeah. And then you got the origin. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Then I you got down. the size and yeah. the speed and everything else that goes with it. Fuck me, dead. Yeah, we we're watching the um, Warriors. Uh, fucking who they Warriors playing? Newcastle? Sharks. Warriors Sharks. Sharks. The too, eh? And I was like, how slow is this game mm. <laughs> compared to Origin? Because I hardly ever watch any NRL. No, but you're like, right. How the fuck? Yeah, this is no, the Origin slow. every year. The Origin's just a step up again. Yeah, and I think the refs open it up a bit too. They they help a bit. They let it go a little bit. Mm. I didn't like the ref. I don't want to see that Klein ref it again. It was a few. There was just a bit. They had oh, a mate of mine sent me a message talking about the numbers from the whole thing. Mm. Fuck, New South Wales were a fair way out in penalties <laughs> and six agains and all that's yeah. like considerably oh, that, out. I don't think Queensland got the bell. Did they hear the bell? Did you ever hear? I heard the bell once for Queensland when they were yeah, the maybe one time. In the, but in even the last that game. second, only in the last game, I haven't yeah. heard it. No, ever since. But you look at the second game, the numbers from that second game, like they had 13 penalties to our two for the mm. length of the game. Yeah. And they had like 60% of the possession and 70% of the territory and still <laughs> fucking lost by 20-odd points. Like if that's not a psyche thing, yeah. what is? Do you know what I mean? I just feel like – and Billy's come in on the end of, of Big Mal doing well and Kevy doing okay and he's just 
he's just taken the psych thing to another level because hey. he has his mind fucked the shit out of him. Freddie Fittler don't know where he, whether he's coming or going. I think the players actually fucking really admire him as well. Yeah, absolutely. You so, can tell they do. And you can tell they'll they do. do anything for yeah, him. Yeah, and, yeah. and when he tells them something, he believes them and yeah. they believe him. Yeah, that's right. So he that's, says it with all the conviction in the world. You imagine Freddie. I know. I like, just imagine, feel like, yeah. Imagine Hines yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Hines gets back in the team next year. I don't think Hines will play um, Origin again. I don't no. think he'd put his hand up. I wouldn't. No, but if he, he they, they say to him, oh, do you want to play next year? And he's like, oh, and then he'll be like, yeah, am I in? Like, oh, I might play. Why would like, I? Yeah. You but, know what I mean? That's what you'd think. Yeah. Why would I? He got made out to be the biggest scapegoat in the world yeah. for missing one fucking tackle. Then incidentally, Nathan Cleary missed <laughs> the same fucking tackle. <laughs> There was two blokes trying to make that tackle and Cleary was the other one. No one said fuck all about that. I don't know why, but no one said fuck all about that. Yeah. Technically, if you watch it, Cleary missed first. I'm going to post that, can I? will put it on the Insta. He clearly Cleary, missed. He clearly missed. <laughs> Cleary missed. Um, so, no, a bloke like that wouldn't come back. And the shit part is a bloke like Nico Hines. That's the exact bloke you want in a mm. team. Young, strong, Young, big. Well, well, well big motivated. He? He's big for a halfback. Yeah. Every time we see him, I'm like, is this kind of halfback? Man. This motherfucker that was playing for, for South Africa the other day, I don't know if you've ever seen him, Eben Etzebeth, his name is, this giant big How come they all got boy. shit yeah, fucking yeah, shit names, Dutch eh? names and that sort of thing. So Eben Etzebeth is six foot ten and 127 kgs. Well, I wouldn't tell him he's got a shit last I name. I wouldn't tell his him his face. Oh, I would from the other end of the stadium, <laughs> up in the stands. I would from my with television. With a chopper waiting on the roof. <laughs> Bro, this dude is just huge. Like, you're like it's one thing to be 6'10". 6'10's huge. That's a massive mm. human. But then you make it thick. Yeah. Like, this dude has pipes as big as my waist. <laughs> He's just monstrous. Absolutely fucking monstrous. Good for fuck all, though, because they lost by 20 points. So, <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> Artis, run a bit harder Artis, there, Evan. Artie Savea. We, we've got this bloke playing number eight for us at the moment, Artie Savea. And he'd be like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, six, like 108. Yeah. But the, you know, you remember playing with those dudes that they just would not let up in the tackle? Yeah. Like when you're trying to grab them, they just throw themselves around. They buck, <laughs> they kick, they fucking <laughs> throw their head at you. They just do anything they can to keep making meters or getting you. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But at an absolute elite level. So one of the ones that they go slow until they get. Someone grabs a hold of them and then they just fuck can't stop. Oh, yeah, and they're just like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil. You know what I mean? But he's also one of the he plays at the back of the scrum. Like he's a number eight, but he's also one of his number eights that's as fast as most international wingers. Yep. Like when he turns the speed on, he can fucking motor. <laughs> but watching him, like him and that Edsabeth had this massive big goal in the middle of the game. And that's a bloke that's 20, 20 odd kilo heavier than him. And he fucking ragdolled him, man. Yeah. And you can see the look on this big giant's face when <laughs> he's you're like, sitting on the ground. After, this what doesn't the happen fuck to me. Just happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That real bewildered look on his face. Like, no, no, no. That's not supposed to happen. That's, I've, I've, I've been through life just picking yeah, on yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but watching those guys, because there's some big boys in the union. Mm. Every now and then you get a big fellow in the league. I know, but you know, Payne Haas, he's a monster. But there's some fucking monsters in the union at the moment. <laughs> There's one dude. I think it all comes down to the line out because they need the height. Well, they've got to have the height to have someone <laughs> jump. But there's a there's a dude playing in France and his his dad played for Samoa. He's got two uncles that played for Samoa and Union and he's got another uncle that plays for England. He's, he was raised in the UK. Most of them have lived in the UK. And this kid's 19 years old. He's six foot six and 150 kilo. Yep. <laughs> this big Samoan kid. And he's that big they don't even make him jump on the line out. He lifts everybody else because yeah. he's just that fucking big. He's monstrous. Fuck yeah. We um, had <clears throat> – we because I 
we uh, when I used to go to high school, we had this one English teacher that none of the teachers wanted to take us to do rugby league where every kid played rugby league. We ended up playing rugby league in the last year and we nearly made it on t- tally to, against one of, like we had that good of a team. Yeah, right. We had Ty Williams. We had like a few good yeah, players. Yeah, okay then. Yeah, yeah, right. And we, we nearly made it to tally fucking game. But we used to play union and there was this teacher. You know the Cobains? You remember Yeah, Cobains? Kurt Cobain, Brett Cobain. Yeah, they yeah come, I know them. They come to Innisfail. Yeah, yeah they did, one. didn't they? And um, they used to do this. <laughs> the little fellow named the hooker, was, his name was Sean Kleinance. Mm. They used to, they called it Irish Moss. It's a move where they used to give give um, Sean the ball, then they'd fucking stick him up on his shoulders and just run near the try line. Because those Cobain boys were big boys, weren't they? But he he's got the ball and he's on the shoulders, but they're not allowed to tackle the follow carrying. Because he's in the air. Yeah, but oh, they're really? not allowed to tackle the follow because <laughs> he hasn't got the ball. So there was like the, everyone's just like, "What the fuck are we doing?" They used to score all the time doing it. Did they really? Because <laughs> everyone's like, well, "How do we?" What do that's, we do? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's one of the best things I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, so he used to fucking stick him up on the shoulders and they'd run and fucking he'd just fall <laughs> over the trial line <laughs> right near the line. <laughs> go over the top if you can't go through them. Yeah, that's exactly right. Go above them. Yeah, yeah there's some monsters playing Union at the moment. There really is. And even the wingers. Most of the wingers are over 100 kilo. Well, you know, I watch the All Blacks a fair bit. There's this dude that plays in the – he's an outside centre, but he's six foot four hundred and seven kgs. Runs the Bronco in under five minutes. Gets yeah. gets to level fourteen on the beep test, and I think he's the second fastest guy to ever play for the All Blacks. Full stop. So he's big, he's fit, he's fast, he's strong, and all these NRL and Super Rugby and international rugby players are the same now. They're they're mm. like freaks of nature. Yeah, aren't they. And that's why they get injured a lot. It's got to be. They're right at the edge of their. Everything. It's got to be. And you only get a what? How long's the off season? Ten Fuck weeks, yeah. eight weeks, maybe. Fuck all. It's not they, much. Probably two weeks, like actual of two dead, weeks real off. downtime. Yeah, and then they're training again. Yeah, I remember talking to Ty years ago. He used to have to get um, pinch S- tested, skin folds, and everything. Skin folds. Yeah, yeah. before well, they, and after. And that's then, right. If and they, then if they go back with a bit more weight on, they're getting fucking extras. Yeah, their preseason's even harder. Mm. No, pass. Not for me. <laughs> he was telling me I've, about fucking. Uh, he was a good Origin player, but off, other than that, he wasn't. Fucking, he was a good origin yeah, player. Played for the Cowboys, got the star on his elbow. He used to play for Broncos as well. Oh, fuck. Carl Webb? Carl Webb, yeah. 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 And he, um, they used to run to the start at the bottom of Castle Hill in Townsville. And oh, yeah. Run. Yeah. And um, now it was, oh, mate, tell me, fucking Boldo. He reckons he, they get halfway up the hill and Carl Webb's calling Boldo in the bushes. Come fucking here, come. <laughs> and then they go to the top and halfway down on the way back, they, they jump, jump back, back out of the yeah. bushes. <laughs> He reckons he was the laziest trainer they've ever had. Oh, I saw him on TV not long back. He's got that CTE thing, hey? Has he? Yeah, that concussion. I mean, that's no surprise. Look at the way he played. Yeah. Fuck me, dead. <laughs> he went through. Led with the head. Around. Led with the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, and he's got that CTE thing. So, so so is that Jared Mullen. Jared Mullen, that's his fucking name. Play, he used to play for Newcastle Knights. And I yep. think he played a couple of games for New South Wales too. They're, they're saying that, but... The only real way they can test for it is post post mortem, yeah. Yeah, I think they. I think now they can. They've got precursors for it that they can mm. look at and that sort of stuff. Because I think he's taken the um, NRL to court at the moment. Yep, and he's got him and one or two other players that are getting on board with this class action and saying much the same as what happened in the states mm. probably fifteen odd years ago now with the um, American football. But do you think locally 
how many people have had it? Well, you think about how many blokes you know. Like <laughs> when I played, I, I used to get a lot of concussions. <laughs> I used to get concussions all the time. It was yeah. pretty bad, probably pretty bad for it. Mm. You know, I, I played. I was I was lucky enough to be quite quick across the ground, but I only weighed eighty four kilos. <laughs> so when I got stopped, I got stopped fucking hard. <laughs> you know, and I had I had one game called off because my the the. the Concussion I got was that bad. I was fitting on the field, fitting in the ambulance as they're getting me off the field. <laughs> Wasn't allowed to play for the rest of the season. Couldn't fit back on the yeah, field. Yeah, couldn't fit back on the field. Fucking <laughs> hell. So, yeah, I have no doubt. And then you throw in jiu-jitsu and mm. a bit of boxing, a bit of kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing. <laughs> Bouncing. <laughs> crashing motorbikes. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's going to get it, I'm probably going to get it. <laughs> what, about, what about crashing motorbikes? Oh, yeah. Today? <laughs> oh, Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big fella. The big fella done himself a mischief, didn't he? Uh, just before Joy turned up, I said to him, I'll probably be a bit late. We're going to go out the back of the farm and muster some cattle up and get them in a different paddock. Anyway, we <laughs> were heading up through the paddock and one broke loose, so my brother decided to chase it. See, probably the worst paddock with the steepest hill and biggest rocks. <laughs> All hidden by grass. <laughs> and my, I let my dad out to get move this calf forward and he just yells out, your fucking brothers just rolled the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Yeah. And I said, what? He's just rolled the cunt. I said, is he alive? And he goes, don't know. <laughs> it's always a fucking adventure coming up into here and seeing you, bud. Every then, single fucking time. There's always something going on. Then he comes up out of the bushes. <laughs> but the worst thing is, of course, that four-wheeler's got, when we um, do the fencing, there's two poles off the back. Yeah, They're only about probably 600 high but round, and if you roll a four-wheel, they can just stab straight through you pretty much. Yeah, right. Is that fixed to the back of the bike? Yeah. Is it that thing? Oh, right. I <laughs> yeah, thought that's it was just we, sitting there. Yeah, we put the um, rolls of wire Spools on them. On them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he decided to chase it, and then yeah, he said it, he said it was following him down the hill. He's trying to get away from it, and it was catching <laughs> up to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting faster. <laughs> and then he came up the top of the hill because when he fell <laughs> off, he, must, he had a – Bit of a chunk out of his knee. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did actually. That's right. Uh, I've seen him. He turned around. He goes, ah, oh, fell a fucking bike. He had mud everywhere. And you're right. Yeah, nothing a beer can't fix. Or six. That's the spirit. That's the fucking spirit. Oh, mate. Yeah, like but, I said, it's always a fucking adventure coming up here. But he's, it was right at the worst time because we we're trying to get him in this laneway and it was just me there and they were busting left and right and I'm trying to control them and be quiet instead and, they're down there trying to flip the four-wheeler back on its wheels. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hurry up. These guns are about to take off. They're going to fucking get away. <laughs> yeah, I was walking up to your fucking gates there and your, your sister-in-law was fucking waving me off, throwing her hands around the other. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. So backed up and stood behind him. Your missus was telling me they're still flighty, eh? Oh, they, they still don't like going up there? They don't like that, that laneway. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They get to the bottom of that laneway and then they'll just look. And if it just takes one, one. to look... And then the rest then are like, all where the there. fuck's Barry going? <laughs> <laughs> wait for me, Barry, wait for me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw what happened to that last prick. He got shot four <laughs> times at point blank. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I'll just grab a beer and we'll, we'll keep it going. It sounds like a plan. Yeah. So I'm back with a, with a rum this time. A um, rumbo on couple, the hard stuff. A <laughs> couple more fucking cattle stories for this week. Yeah, what's been going on? How many head you got now? Because I think there's been, a, there looked like a few fucking new ones when I was walking through just before. There's probably about 10 or 15 new ones running around the paddock there. True. Because that was one little patch, but half of them, most of them are up here already. Are they? Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of good looking little steers in there. Yeah, so 
we've probably got about, yeah, probably 15 calves at the moment. Yeah, righto. In the past week, I've delivered two calves by hand. I know, you've been fingering a few cows, yeah, you're one, telling me. One was alive and one was dead. Oh. Yeah, so the one yesterday was dead. Oh, was it? Yeah, on the nose? Got stuck on, on the nose dead or not quite? Yeah, it was on the nose. Oh, yeah, was it? it? Yeah. Mum all right? Yeah, she, she was down there today. Actually, I went down and checked, checked on her again. I checked on her this morning to see if she was all right because we left her in the paddock laying, laying down because it was pissing rain and yeah, and we didn't know what really what went rain. on that. So. It's been raining here, is it? Fuck, I didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't fucking notice that it's been raining, Tony. But Thanks for bringing that up. It fucking – it poor little bastard, it had one leg out and its head out and just had the other leg was just at – about to come out, but it was just stuck there. Caught on the back of the elbow. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it, and we, I pulled, like, we were pulling by hand. We couldn't get out. We had to get the buggy to pull it out. Ugh. Yeah. So, and I thought it was alive because I sort of opened its eye and then it sort of looked like it looked and then it closed its eye. And I'm like, but it was oh. done. Yeah, it was done. It was done. Its head was like twice the size it should have been. Oh, was it? Swelled up. You've yeah. had a couple of big ones this year, haven't you? Mm. Giving mum's a bit of a hard time. Yeah, the, the other one, one was big, wasn't it? Yeah, we, I delivered one last week, same sort of deal, and um, then the mum rejected it. So, oh, true. So it ends up it's up at a friend's place and they're raising it at the moment. Getting bottle fed. Yeah. Right, I'm done with bottles after the young fella turned <laughs> to. No fucking more. She loves it. She's she's bought like a coat for it and everything. <laughs> we actually called, ones- it, <laughs> we called it Roper because we pulled it out with a fucking rope. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the ones that are bottle fed are quite good. Sometimes they can get almost get a little bit too pushy because yeah. they don't have any boundaries with people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're not scared of them at all. No, nah, well, I've got one like that down here at the moment. Have you? It just you could sit on its back. Yeah, but you get in the you get it near molasses and it tries to flick you over the fence. Give you a thump, does yeah. it? It's like fuck you, fucking cows. <laughs> they're, but the the only good part about that sort of thing is they're the ones that usually end up tasting the best. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I find. That's but, what I find. And also, someone else has to eat them because. That's your little pet yeah. <laughs> in the family's eyes. <laughs> Has the family been like that yet with any of them that you oh. knocked on the head or you haven't really knocked any of the pets on the head? No. I'll, yeah, we haven't had any too close. Mm. We've got a couple now that are pretty close, so I'll see how they go. <laughs> you gotta, that's always said you've got to name them Gas Bottle, T-Bone. T-Bone. <laughs> Sirloin. 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 <laughs> Miss Rump. <clears throat> no, it sounds good. So, yeah, and... A year and a bit, I've delivered three calves by hand. You're pretty much a vet now. Yeah. Like <laughs> it. Vets no shit, I know. Really. Yeah, don't ask me to back tap me, fella. I know boats. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I've, I've worked out how to, because I never get them back to the yards, and everyone, when you see them deliver them, they do it, and they take them, get, make sure it gets back to the yards and we can work on it. It's like, fuck, how are you going to get a pregnant beast yeah, in the middle the of a paddock? dangling out of its moot. Back to the yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so know, I just followed around until it's just like, I've had enough. Can you help? <laughs> yeah. I'm not winning. <laughs> you pull. And <laughs> I've never had one like, no, you no, get up and start running away. It's always like, fuck, thank you. Yeah. And you got a f- you got a few spots in your paddocks they can hide too, haven't you? Mm. Gullies and yeah. creeks and that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So are you having a are you are you having to do kind of laps of the thing most afternoons? Oh, we to do see it every afternoon. Every yeah. afternoon, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd have to, wouldn't you? It's, otherwise, you fucking we could have lost that beast last night. It, yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, it didn't go down. Have you tried using the um the what do you call it the drone? Yeah, they're scared of it though. Oh, are they? Because I, I, I used to muster with it. <laughs> yeah, I used yeah. to get them right from the back of the farm and chase them all the way around up the, up to the gates and shit. Yep. 
And now, now when the drone's up, they just fucking don't like it, so they yeah. take off. You know, I was watching you coming up the um, yards this afternoon. You need a dog, don't you? Mm. Yeah, I know. I was watching. Definitely need a dog. Probably what you need most. Because they always want to push back. See how mm. they turn, kept turning and push back? Yep. And sometimes a bite on the ass is perfect good for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Just I know. need that one yeah, to go, is, fuck that hurt, I'm out of here. There's plenty of greenies that will jump up and down. Oh, it's cruel to the dogs, it's cruel to the cows and all that sort of stuff. And Yeah, okay, maybe it is. But to be honest, it probably prevents a lot of bullshit. Oh, fucking dogs are probably the best thing ever they on are. a cattle property. Yeah, They're they worth a good dog, oh. a good dog. Mm. A bad dog, high-speed <laughs> panadol. But a good dog is probably the best tires. I was watching not long back on Landline. And there's a mob down south and they sold, I can't remember if it was a Border Collie or Blue Healer. I think it was a Border Collie. And the dog sold for $35,000 mm. for a fully trained, well-bred working Border Collie. I'm pretty sure it was a Border Collie. thirty five grand. And what they're saying with, with most good working dogs is fuck all training. They, mm, no, they it's know. It's built in. They know it, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an inherent thing. They, they show it. You know, that's why they start them at such a young age, eight mm. weeks old. And you watch them, they're rounding up chooks and yeah. – Turkeys and all that sort of stuff, and then they get them onto the goats and and all that, and they're just you, you watch them run out in the paddock. There's a few real good ones on YouTube of drones sitting up high, watching dogs, yeah. you know, empty out a four or five hundred acre paddock in the space of twenty minutes. Mm. I watched um, I, a mate, Glenn. He listens to the podcast actually. Say, so g'day, Glenn. Glenn, are you can? He sends me videos of how he trains his dogs and stuff like Has that. Has he got working dogs? Yeah, he's got working dogs. Yeah, and right. He puts them on sheep and then he puts them on the cattle. And yeah, yeah right. And he just goes, just tells me, he actually does me videos of how to a whistle here and a whistle that. And that's yeah. what I, and, and different noises and makes them come forward and back and all that sort of shit. And a lot of people have this impression that these guys that are training these working dogs and all that sort of stuff, they all have this impression that they're super hard on their dogs and they're, they're cruel and they're, and they're not. <laughs> they're they're workmates. There's so much positive reinforcement that goes into training a dog and training a dog well. Mm. You know, yelling and screaming, it doesn't get you anywhere. Nah. <laughs> you know, it's just these little reading your dogs and it's the same with horses. Fuck, it's the same with kids. They talk about um, the Bluetooth. The Bluetooth? Yeah, they talk about dogs. I was watching that thing. There's a um, thing on, it might be on Netflix or one of those shows or ABC or something where they get six people and they um, – Different people train these dogs up, mm. and the main follower said it's all about the the Bluetooth connection between you and your dog. Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. You just have that. Look. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. just look at yeah. them, and they can do what you want them to yeah. do. Yep. Yeah. Dog knows you. You know the dog. Yeah. Mm. And if the, that's the main connection you need between a dog uh, yeah. with a working dog, and you got to let it. And I think this is the big fuck up that so many people in modern day suburbia. And I'm not saying I'm a dog fucking expert in any way, shape, or form. I'm most certainly not. I've had dogs that have gone nuts and attacked other dogs. I've never had a dog attack a person. That's a and that's a straightaway no no for me. That dog's mm. going to sleep. Yep. Any dog for whatever reason, you know what I mean. But um, I've had one dog that I had to put down because it went nuts and tore the neighbor's dog up. And that was my fault. He was a really high, he was a very friendly dog. He'd never shown any sign of aggression towards other dogs in any way, shape, or form. But he had crazy drive, and I knew he did. And mm. we were living in suburbia, yeah. And he probably wasn't the right dog for suburbia. Yep. And then the missus was getting them out of there and she was heavily pregnant too and she was getting them out of the yard and my big girl was fine, the big Mastiff Dane I had at the time. She was fine, didn't bat an eyelid and then this other fella, he just looked down the road and there was this little old lady walking a Scottish Highland Terrier, little white Scottish Highland Terrier <laughs> and I wasn't home. I wasn't there, the missus was there. And um, 
yeah, this dog went nuts. Yep. Neighbor come out with a screwdriver, tried to pry his mouth over. It was, it was bad. Mm. Cost me a shitload of vet bills to get that little dog fixed. Yeah. You know? And it, I was like, no, I'm not going to have that. No. Can't have that. Not, you know? Not doing that. But that was day. my fault. That was my fault. I knew what type of dog he was and I mm. had him in the wrong environment. He shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been cooped up in the yard. And I used to, he used to get walked every single day. You know, we'd probably do five or eight Ks every afternoon walking through the hills behind our place. But a dog like him probably needed to be on a cattle station just chasing pigs nonstop because yeah. that's the drive he had. Mm. And that's what people don't get when they buy these. They think it's a great idea to buy a, a red cloud kelpie or a fucking a border collie. <laughs> for, for the for neighbourhood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you see around the edge of their yard, there's no grass. <laughs> no, that's right. There's <laughs> just a, a track because they <laughs> yeah. run laps. They're just not yeah. the dog for it. No. They're just not. And they're like, no. it's yelping, it's yapping all yeah. day. Your dad, your they're dog bored. yaps. They look for mischief. Yeah. And that's people why they think, call them border collies. Yeah. They're bored. Boredom collies. <laughs> Boredom collies. Um, and people think that a, a 5K, half hour, 40-minute walk in the afternoon is enough for a dog like that. No. It's not. <laughs> not even close. Not for them, it's not. You know, I remember this bloke that um, I, I worked with up, up north on the Cape for a little while. He used to run the stock on, on there, Jay Wildsmith. He used to own a Yarran station. Don't know where he is now. And he had about 20 working dogs, and they were all in these little cages on this special-made trailer that he used to drag around behind him all the dogs would jump into their assigned cages and they knew exactly which cage was theirs yeah and every morning his kids who were probably only oh, i don't know eight and ten at the time and they'd let all these dogs out of their cages and they jump on their little quad bikes he had two little girls and off they'd go down the dirt road any given direction they'd just go <laughs> at full tilt they'd usually go for about 20 20 minutes 25 minutes out yeah turn around 25 minutes back and these all these dogs were just flogged next to them, full tilt. <laughs> and that was just to run the stink out of them. Mm. That was just so that they could be calm in their cages for the rest of the day. And, hey. and he'd still pick five out of those to go to work. Mm. He'd come back at lunchtime, swap them over, grab another five, take them out and go to work. Yep. That's what so those sort of dogs are cut out for. Mm. And that's the thing. For you, you need one. Yeah, but I don't but then you've got, oh, I know. I know. That's right. You're <laughs> aren't you? You're right in the middle, aren't you? Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I, now I have enough work for it. Yeah. We could be moving them once a week, easy, yep. through the paddocks because yep. the paddocks are just cobbling hiding because nothing's growing. Yep. But in summer, you can fucking three, four weeks, you just stand in the one paddock. That's right. Mm. And dogs like that too, you don't really want them for anything else. Like I know Jay never used to let his cattle dogs chase pigs or anything like that because mm. that's not what you want. No. <laughs> you give them one job and they can have that job and that's yeah. fine and they'll be great at it. But you don't want to go, you know, you don't want them chasing roos or skippies. Or Halfway down chasing a pig and then they uh, see a ball. And it's exactly <laughs> right. It's not what you want. It's a pain in the ass. Mm. But yeah, you're not quite. Mind you, young fella's got his motorbike now. <laughs> Every <laughs> afternoon you just take the dog for a flog. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> when you think he's run enough, run him some more because that's what they need to stay calm. Mm. Has he come off the bike yet or what? He had his first stack on my bike. On your bike? Yeah. Did he? Down in the gully Gee, down there. Fucker. Yeah, he's fucker. Kept telling him it's hey? too fucking slippery. Like the red soil up here when it's raining. Oh, it's like ice, isn't it's it? It's just like a slippery slope. Isn't it? That, yeah, I learned that's the, the slipperiest way. stuff in the world. It is. I reckon. It's crazy. And I told him, I said, dude, it's not good enough. You can't ride in this sort of environment when it's raining. That's why I sort of got rid of most of my bikes because half the year you can't fucking ride them. Yeah, you can't. Is that too slippery? Yep. And everyone's like, oh, it's fucking awesome. I said, yeah, for 10 minutes it is. Yeah, until you hit a tree. Until <laughs> you stack it and you really actually want to get home because you're hurt. Yeah, that's and you right. Can't. And you can't. You can't get back on the bike. <laughs> it's just that slippery. Yep. So, is he all right? Yeah, he stacked it and he's like, oh, I'd 
burn a few things. <laughs> Did he? I oh, just a couple of grips and stuff. Oh, so. Nothing drastic. But he's he's riding it pretty pretty safely. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Yeah. So but, he's almost getting outgrow his bike too quick, isn't he? Well, he's already outgrown that one. I know. <laughs> he really has. Yeah, he jumped onto yours the other day and I was watching him fang up in the drive up and down the drive and I was like, you know what he's done with that one two five already? He really is. That's it. Out. Forget done. it. Done. Yep. Yep. That's the hard part with bikes is that, you know, those kids that do have an aptitude for it and they do take to it. It um it's expensive sport. Mm. And, you, and that's what I told him. He keeps looking online at these older ones and I'm like, dude, it'll be in the shop more than it's out. Yeah. You got to, you want to buy something that's got a few hours on it if you can because yep. you get the prices down, but you you don't want to go fucking <laughs> be in the shop every second week and I've yep. I've done that before. Yeah. And you also a lot of those guys that have those older, you know, the old CRs and all that sort of thing, the CR five hundreds, the two strokes, they're getting rebuilt all the time. Yeah. That's all what the time. He goes to me, What's top end mean? Rebuild. I'm like yeah, that's the one where they blow it up all the time. <laughs> yeah. The piston got seized. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to my young fella about this not long ago. He was looking at a ute to buy. He said, oh, but it's got a brand new engine in it. I'm like, yeah, but it means something's gone catastrophically wrong prior to that to need the brand new engine. So they're the ones you stay the fuck away from. Just don't touch them, you know. It might be because the radiator's no good in yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could be because of anything, you know what I mean? Air filter. And if they put a new engine in it, there's a possibility that they won't tell you the real reason they put a fucking new engine in it. <laughs> could have been for a swim, could have been for anything, mate. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just remember, buyers are lies and sellers are cunts. Yeah, that's a, yeah exactly, 100% right. Not a true word spoken. Oh, that's, shout out to the old mate who bought my excavator off me the other day. Oh, you got rid of it, did <laughs> yeah. you? Winning, well, winning. He's signing up as we speak. So yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Suck. I mean, yeah, well done, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Has the new one arrived? Yeah, yeah good. We've been using it. Good machine. Oh, it's okay. It's yeah. It's I reckon it's not as good as probably its competitors. Oh, true. Yeah. Are we going to shit talk them? Like, is it cunt of the week worthy or not really? No, nah, it's not cunt of the week worthy. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's it could be better. It could be better. <laughs> These things happen. Have you got a cunt of the week? You normally do. Uh, what's my cunt of the week? Probably fucking, I don't know. Why haven't? Why haven't this week? I've had a pretty good week. Caught up mates, sunk piss. Hey. I've got nothing to whinge about. Mr. Barra. It's about all I can whinge about. Mr. Well, fucking Barra. Probably, probably uh, my cunt of the week is probably... Cancer doctors and how they fucking tell, yeah, okay. you, tell yep. shit's not fucking good. Yep. I understand that. I've been through that, been down mm. that road myself. They just got no empathy then, can't No, I know. I know. And I, I do feel like it's probably an outcome of what they do. Mm. A vast majority of the what they do probably has average outcomes and I guess self-preservation or just experience is going to, I don't want to say harden you to it, but mm. maybe make you not as empathetic as you probably fucking should be. Yeah, just the yeah, just the delivery. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> just know? comes down to the delivery, and the delivery yeah. wasn't there, and I felt like jumping across the table and smashing. Yeah, 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 and- yeah. I had one of those moments too, actually, when my old man was sick years and years ago. Same thing. When a doctor walks in the room and takes a look at your old man, who's obviously not doing well, and says, "Oh, Morris, you look great this morning, and you look like you're on the improve." And I'm like, who the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> I mean, there's only one dude in this room named Morris and he don't look real flash right now because I don't know what you're talking about, you know. Yeah. And he turned around and he walked out of the room and it was actually the nurse that was on that we had. She was a Kiwi girl too. I wish I could remember her name. She was beautiful. 
She was really, really good to my family. And um, she kind of looked at us and then she looked at the door and she looked at us and she goes, I'll be back in just a minute. I looked down the hallway and there she was reading this fucking Doctor the Riot Act like she had her finger in his face and everything basically saying, mate, don't blow, don't blow smoke up people's asses. Mm. Know what I mean? Yeah. He was dying. He was dying. End of story. Yeah. Don't blow smoke. Mm. You know, if you're going to be anything, be straight up and down. So I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, he was pretty much the opposite. Yeah. My old boy said he's feeling good and old mate saying you're pretty much done. And my old boy's going like, no, mate, I feel fucking good. Like anything else we can do? He's like, mm. Mm. Fuck yeah, I know. It's a shit one, eh? It's a real shit one, bud. But it's it's it sounds like I'm blaming the doctor for all these. No, problems, no, 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 no. But no we, it's we, we more know. the delivery. Yeah, 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 yeah. How it's all done, and and they also fucking fucked you around a bit. Yeah, like if they're not going to give you treatment, don't make you fly all the way to Brisbane. We just did to fly tell to you, Brisbane. Yeah, two that's people. right. You know. Yeah. To get down there and then get told, oh, no, we're not going to give you the treatment. Well, you fucking should have told me that before hey. I got on the plane this morning. And the main, like, honestly. Re- main reason why they do that is because they looked at their stuff five minutes before you got on the plane. Yeah, that's right. Should have looked at it the day before and saved mm. you the hassle. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, I mean, we are very lucky in this country to have the, um, the, the healthcare system that we do, but then on the same hand, it can be better. Mm. It can be better. And a lot of that just comes down to delivery. I work with the healthcare service. You know, most people I deal with, especially in the security kind of realm, most people that I work that I deal with are at their absolute lowest. Yeah. And you know, like, and doctors, most of them are Asperger's or… A little they're bit. On the, they're all on the spectrum. <laughs> I think that uh, I think uh, the thing is with a lot of doctors too is a vast… No, I won't say a vast majority. There's a fair handful of doctors that come from doctor families, mm. come from probably the upper end of the socioeconomic scale, good for them, and that's absolutely no disrespect. But it just means their bedside manner with the average Joe. The average Joe is someone that they've probably not experienced too much. Mm. You know, whereas doing what I do, it's all I experience is the average Joe who's having a shit time. and Under average Joe. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it's exactly right. So you've got to learn how to speak to people properly, and that's probably the only thing I do notice is there's just some doctors that have a really good bedside manner. Mm. And a lot of them have come from just the normal backgrounds, like the everyday Aussie. And then you have the other ones that probably don't have such a good bedside manner mm. because they just come from a different mindset, yeah, so to speak. And then there's definitely a few in there that are <laughs> Asperger's, autism, <laughs> on some sort of spectrum. I don't know what fucking spectrum it is, but some of them are units, I'd man. say 90%. Oh, man. You, <laughs> man. Just, you, you talk to them and you know that they just have – no inclination of what modern day or what the world is about. They're just oh, they're in their I, own little world. That's I all. just there's people that like we've said it on here before. There's people that are really smart but just fucking hopeless at life. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I think that's most doctors. <laughs> Look, I won't say most because <laughs> I work for the film. There's a handle. One of the best things I've ever done, but with this doctor right up in the Cairns Hospital, and we obviously have keys to get into everywhere. And I get this phone call from this irate doctor because he was on his lunch break and he couldn't get into the, the the doctor's lounge. Doctor's lounge up at Cairns Base Hospital has PlayStations in it, relaxation couches. <laughs> it's like Qantas. It's Qantas not Club. bad. You know what I mean? Is, is it as good as the Qantas Club? No, it doesn't have alcohol, but that's the only difference. Um, so anyway, this bloke rings. Oh, I can't get in the thing. My swipe's not working to get in. So don't come out. I'll come and let you know. Other end of the hospital, I'll be a couple of minutes. 30 seconds. Rings me back again. Are you coming? Well, yeah. Yeah, but on the other end of the hospital, it'll just take me a couple of minutes to get there. I'll be there. 
Anyway, one foot in front of the other. I come around the corner. Oh, yeah, it's about time you got here, he reckons. I was like, oh, Jesus, mate. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, next time I'll take my shirt off and run. <laughs> I said, yeah, sorry. And he goes, yeah, I'd, I don't know what the bloody hell was going on. And he was just being a real short, irate kind of a prick. He goes, it just won't work. And he's swiping his swipe card, you know, these electronic locks. And if it lets you in, it goes, do, do, do. If it lets you in, it goes, do, do, do. You know what I mean? You can't go in. And kept swiping. No, you can't go in, can't go in. Yeah, this bloody thing's broken. You know, oh, let's get someone to fix it for me. You know? I looked at him and I looked at the door and I looked at him and I looked back at the door again. Then I, I pointed to the sign on the door that said, cleaner's cupboard. <laughs> and I said, no, nah, the, the doctor's lounge is the next door down. Just just that one there. <laughs> and he looked at me and he looked at me and it's clearly written, fucking cleaner's cupboard. And you go to the next door and it's clearly written, doctor's lounge. But he just had to be in his bonnet about something. <laughs> and he looked at me and I'm, you know, Attempting to keep straight faced, and he says, "Oh, well, I suppose you think this is fucking hilarious." Uh, you know, I, I suppose you think this is funny, and I said, oh, "I think this is fucking hilarious." I'm gonna tell all my mates. <laughs> turn around and walk off. And I'm gonna tell everyone not to go see you. They're sick, Isla. Now I'm not even telling mates. I'm telling people. I'm the fucking, whole world. That's exactly right. Across what was his name? Across this. One, I wish I could remember. I remember his face distinctly. Doctor Cunt face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor should have read. Um, so yeah, there there is those few in and amongst the mix that are, let's say, quirky. Quirky. They're quirky. You know, and we cop them, but it's yeah, the worst part is you always seem to cop. Those type of individuals, whether it's the doctors, whether it's the whatever, when you need to cop them the least. Mm. When you're not in the fucking mood, yep. that's when people like that tend to pop their head. I do have another can of the week. All right, if all right. <laughs> I'm all well, ears. I'm all ears. After we got this news, we were supposed to, he was supposed to be stay in Brisbane, get chemo and do all this stuff, but mm. pretty much they said, don't worry about it and just yeah. go home. So. We had our, this was 10 in the morning and we had our flights booked at like nine that night to fly home oh, because of, my old boy looks at me and goes, I don't fucking stay around this fucking shit all any longer. Oh, for 12 hours. Yeah, and he goes, what can we do? And I said, oh, I'll see if I can change the flights with Virgin. Yeah. Rang up, tried to change the flights. There's no more flights. And I said, oh, okay, can we get our money back for that flight? No, you booked it as a light customer mm, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we lost that. Anyway, so then I ring up Jetstar and book that, and it was six hundred dollars a, a seat. Was it one way Brisbane to Cairns? Brisbane to Cairns, six hundred dollars a seat. And I said to me old boy, I said, "Oh, do you want to wait or was you want?" He's like, "Yes, I'm fucking getting out of this fucking shit hole." And then you, it's one of those times where you don't argue. Either. Yeah, Fair enough, like, Dad. Let's go. I'm, in Come my head, I'm like. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let me run to the Krispy Kreme stand and then we're out of here. <laughs> oh, so, I know, right? Far out. So we flew down. We left at six in the morning. We landed at half past eight, whatever. We went to the – and we are back on the plane at 12.30. Were you? And then there's another cunt of the week. <laughs> Shoot. What do you got? On the plane. These fat fucking moles that get on the plane. Fat moles. Fat moles that yeah. get on the plane – they know their fucking carry-on baggage is not the right size. Yeah, much like the rest of them. Yes. <laughs> and the skinny ones, but just the fat ones. Yeah. And anyway, she's walked all the way down and she's gone above us and she's trying to jam it in and then she went a bit further and I said, they're all the same size, mate. You're not going to get it in. Yeah. 
And she, then, so then the air hostess, said. air hostess had to said, to her, um, you're going to have to go check that in now. So we had to wait an hour, um, half an hour on the tarmac no, while her bag really? got checked in. Everyone's oh, just fuck. like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> have you seen there's that big um, fat influencer person that wants to see fat people get given two chairs on planes? I've seen that. And shouldn't and she reckons that they shouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> yes, you should. Yes, yes, you should. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And, I, and I've seen, like, I've, I remember travelling with footy teams over the years and you always got that one big monster on the team that gets – and I feel for people like that are normal size and then they get sat next to someone that's <laughs> a unit. No, but there's so many people now that think it's just okay <laughs> and cool to be fat. Like, if that's the case, pay for two seats. You're not taking half of mine. <laughs> I've done it before. I had this one bloke sitting next to me and he was a big rig, man, and he kept, like – Jamming his elbow onto the thing, and it nearly turned like I, I did. Said nearly scrapped him for arm the armrest. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he went to push me again. I was like, I just said to him real quiet. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that side. I'm having this side. I said. You've got you, a lot more on yeah, your that's side. Exactly right. I said you can twist your body and make it work whichever way you want, man. With my arm staying right there. <laughs> oh well, it's it's just very uncomfortable here. I'm sure it fucking is. <laughs> you fat cunt. <laughs> not for me. It's not though. <laughs> I do have another funny uh, one where that when we were flying down, of course the sun was coming up just on fucking daylight. The the people on the other side of the plane, it was coming through the east side, so because we're heading south, it was just jamming through and nailing us. Yeah. And so the air hostess actually had to pull the fucking thing down because everyone was just getting, getting fucking, hot. pretty much fucking sunburned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they pulled it down, but the old mate in the passenger seat beside us, I had a um, big like Papua New Guinean follow beside me, mm. and he was he was watching fucking his his um, iPad, but he followed across from me in the across the aisle, pulled his phone out, and because the sun was hitting right at that perfect angle, it was hitting his phone and just hitting this lad clean in the face. <laughs> was it in the eye? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm just looking at him and he's trying to watch the movie and he's going. <laughs> tilting his head to the side, his moving his head squinting. around. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and I just kept looking at him, laughing, and he wasn't, and he didn't like look at me to say like, oh, what about what things going on? And he's just, he just stuck half an hour, just like squinting. I'm like, you're a <laughs> fucking retard. Tolerated too. it. <laughs> I would have said, can't fucking put your phone away. <laughs> you know, I hate going on planes now. I must be just turning into an old man. I just fucking hate it. <laughs> just airports, people, crowd. Maybe it's not the planes. Maybe it's just crowds of people. As you I, get older. I think it's just the fuck around you get. Plane, a plane flight now is not a plane flight. It's no. You book a ticket. You book. It's a day long ordeal. Yeah, you, know, you pay to get on a plane, and guess what? When you go to book yourself in, oh, it's another fifty dollars for the seat. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit now. So you bought a, a ticket on the plane that has no seats. It's all these add-ons and that. Yeah, everything's a fucking add-on. I know. I, I was know. talking to another mate today. He said he's um, bought all Jetstar from Tasmania to Cairns. Mm. And they, he thought they are all connecting flights. Like he bought Jetstar to Jetstar to Jetstar. But, and he booked them all online at the same time. But if you don't, if you don't leave enough space... He thought your um, baggage would get taken from one to oh, the other. I didn't. You got to fucking take it off the plane. Check it put in it, each Check time. it back in, go back through on each in each fucking town. So True. he had three, like two, three flights. Yeah, right. So. 
<laughs> Mate, it, it took us, when we had to cancel our trip to the States at the end of the year because the missus was crook, it took us about five months to get all our airfares back. Mm. And we had insurance and everything. And there's these people. Oh, well, we had this one one bird that, I, can't, I think it was Jets, Virgin Jets, I can't remember what it was. And she was sitting there trying to argue about the, the three letters that she had in front of them from oncologists and, um, you know, uh, gastroenterologists and all this sort of thing saying that, yeah, no, that she had cancer and she had surgery and that's that's the end of the story. And this bitch in some office in Surrey Hills was trying to fucking argue. Oh, well, we've had our, our people look at it and it doesn't say, no, sorry. I was like, <laughs> ask her if she's a fucking nurse or a doctor. Amy's like, oh, you, you know, is anyone in the office a clinician? No? Shut the fuck up then. What the <laughs> fuck would you know? I don't give a shit who you got to look at it. You got your three surgeons have signed off on it saying that, yeah, she couldn't travel and and that's why you pay insurance. But they yeah. wanted to argue with us for about five months about it before they went, oh, yeah, okay then. Yeah, oh, just this time. Yeah, just this. It's like out of all the times that people book and, and pay for insurance, I'm yeah. sure they don't pay out on many. No. It'd be a very, very small percentage. And I think they just wait for you to be give up. A little bit. And that's, that's exactly what it was. Up. That's what it was. They just kept, oh, yeah, we've sent you an email. No, you haven't. Amy's ringing them every day. Mm. Still waiting for this email. Still waiting for this email. It's just bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's just bullshit. But then in saying that, I was watching some bird the other day. She was talking about she lives in Australia now. She'd been living here for a while. She's talking about the difference between Australian airports and American. She reckons our, our airports shit all over them. Mm. Shit all over them. She's like, they're so organized, so well run, blah, blah, blah. She goes, if you fly in the States, she's like, I'm there three or four hours before my flight. Yeah. Because you don't know if it's going to get cancelled, changed, this, that, the rest. It's like they've just made, they're allowed to make their rules up now and just we can A do bit. what we want. I just don't understand how it's we all had in the all fine these, print. We had all these systems in place for airports and travel and all that sort of thing. And then COVID hit and okay, it all had to come to a stop. But then when it started up again, why was it so different? Mm. Why didn't it? Just kick off the way it hey. kicked off. I just don't. I just reckon there needs to be an airline that old, they call it old times. Old and times. just fucking, you just get old on time, it and you fucking book in, in and you get the seat that you want. You get a fucking nice meal and you a, get a, a fucking, nice meal. Yeah. Turn it up. I a think nice that's, ish meal. I think that's um, <laughs> United Arab Emirates, isn't it? It's about the only way to get a nice. I think Air New Zealand's pretty good. Air New Zealand gets a big, yeah. a pretty good rap as far as flying. We flew home on Qantas. The other uh, on the way back, and it was two little round balls, <laughs> and that was the dish. The meal. Yeah, it wasn't Jetstar on the way back. It was actually Qantas. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. Two little round balls. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> That's what my wife calls me. <laughs> two little round balls. It's piss ball. It's piss ball. Oh, right, oh, fuck. So, I, did, did, do you have something on your phone you want to bring up? Did was that? Oh, no, I was looking for it and I couldn't find it, but I'm going to post it. That's what we were talking about just before. I'm going to, I'm going to find this little cart jet ski fucking thing and I'm going to post it. <laughs> yeah. It's 250 epic. grand, I reckon. 250 or 350 Is grand. It? It's that expensive. Fuck. Oh, well, I guess I'm buying a 40-footer instead. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, sweet. Done deal. All right. We out of here? It's got to be an hour. These cunts are sick of listening to us. <laughs> Out of ten, actually. Out of ten. Out of ten. Oh, sorry. We, we, we chewed up most of your... Um, Amazing lifestyle. Data. Fuck. Turn it up. <laughs> All right. Out of here. See you, cunts. <laughs>